In today's Prep Rally podcast, we'll talk about home runs, potential perfect games, and soccer ties. It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. Welcome to the Prep Rally Podcast. I'm Chip Souza, joined by Henry Apple, Paul Boyd, Ricky Fires, and Leland Barclay. And we're here to bring you some prep sports news for the next four hours. Or maybe 30 minutes, whichever comes first. Yeah, 30 minutes. That's like a that's like your warranty on your car, Ricky. It's 100,000 miles or three months, whichever comes first. And when it gets to 100,000, that's when everything just blows up. It does. So we're going to talk about some, some spring sports. We're going to talk about some home runs, perfect games, or maybe not perfect games, and some soccer ties. But we're going to start with baseball like we always do. My man Henry Apple batting from the left side of the box. He's going to talk a little 6A West baseball where we already have a conference champion named. We not only have a conference champion, but we have a conference runner-up already. There you go. That has already been signed, sealed, and delivered after the last two days, starting off Monday afternoon at Mountie Field. A one to nothing game. One to, not one any, nil, Paul. One nothing. Yeah, like yes, it sir. should be. Yes. Yes, sir. And, and just the way the uh, you couldn't have written a better script. The baseball gods gave you a name of the kid who drove in the winning run or scored the winning run. Yeah, Caleb Champion. Champ- we wow. are the champion of the day. Could <laughs> I sing? For, I don't sound like Freddie Mercury. Ah, uh, no. No. Okay. I sound like I drank Mercury. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one of one of those things. You know, uh, if you'd done something like that, my dad would said, "Hey, what did you do with the money?" And you'd ask, "What money? The money your dad gave you for singing lessons." Obviously, you didn't use it for that. My right. mom used to say, "Now, who sang that song? Freddie Mercury." Well, let Freddie Mercury let sing Freddie that sing song. It. There you go. You need to shut the hell up. All right. Up. So I've had enough disrespect today. Henry, <laughs> tell us about baseball. But what you know, I've had three walk off victories this year. You're getting three walk-off victories, and Ricky Fires can't even get a winner in a soccer game. He's <laughs> uh, been to 11 soccer games all times. Eh, almost. What What can I say? Yeah. You know, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better script. Two outs, bottom of the seventh, runners at the corners, and Caleb Champion, get. he battled at the plate, fouls off two pitches, works the count to two and two, Hits one rocket, but just it just went foul. Oh, that close. And then that on close. the next pitch, he couldn't have put it any better. Right in the hole between first and second. There you go. Base hit. A little game C&I over. single right through there. There you go. And, and then the celebration begins as soon as the other runner, Jeff Regan, crosses the plate and Caleb touches first base. It's time to celebrate. Two things about that, Paul, that don't surprise anyone that has followed Matt Melson, Rogers baseball for any period of time. One, you got a batter battling and grinding in the in the bottom of the seventh inning. And not a surprise there. Spoiling pitch after pitch, no surprise. Second, a one zero game because Rogers pitching has been phenomenal all year long. Not only the phenom- you know, the pitching, but the defense, and they called a play at the right time because Heritage started the seventh inning, top of the seventh, two singles. They have runners on first and second, nobody out. And they're going to try to play small ball, yeah, advance the runners. runners. Yeah. Well, Matt Melson saw it. He rolled the dice a little bit said, hey, let's get the infields charging they in. They crashed. They okay. crashed. The first baseman picks up the ball, throws a perfect strike to the third baseman and gets the lead runner instead of 
Yeah. That being second and third one out, it's now still first and second now with one out. And then Madden Dillard, who had just came in in relief, got the next two batters, one to strike out, one to pop out, inning over, there and we're still nothing, nothing. No harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. Did their job. Yeah, what a great job for Rogers there. So they wrap up the number one seat on Monday. Now, Henry, we go to Tuesday where Springdale Harbor is battling for the number two spot and kind of a little bit of a log jam with some other teams there going into Tuesday's games. It was a matter of, you know, Harbor needed just – all they had to do was take care of business. You know, take care of their business. They did get a little help along the way because in the second game, Rogers beat Heritage again. That sort of – Kind of locked, knocked them out. Well, it set or up the table yeah, yeah. for Harbor because if Harbor had lost the game – we're looking at the potential a four-way tie for yeah. second place. Yeah. But instead, Harbor takes care of the business. They wrap up number two seed with an eight-to-one victory over Bentonville West, including uh, Luke Cornelison started the third inning off with a shot over the center field fence, solo home run, and opened the floodgates you know, a little bit. And it even brought it up to Dustin Helmkamp about it. Boy, it was one of those really workmanlike type victories you had 10 hits all but one batter in the lineup had at least one hit they also got a few walks stole a few bases in their pitching they had two pitchers that went in there and combined for a three hitter there you go there you go so um leland i'm gonna kick it over to you real quick too because i know you've also covered a lot of baseball Explain to our listeners how important it is to get that number one or number two seed in the conference and get that first round by. Oh, it's it's tremendous because um, first of all, um, the 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 first and second place teams in the central and the west get a first round by. Yes, which means the other teams are having to play in that first round, which is so important in baseball because. All the teams, I've seen a few teams over the year not do this, but for the most part, teams are going to throw their ace in that first round, yep. which means now they advance to the second round, and there's a team waiting that got a first-round bye. Now they get to throw their ace. They, yes. Now, and it's funny because occasionally I'll see somebody, and it's called, they'll say they're going to pitch off, which means they won't pitch their ace, and they'll save their ace for that next game. Semifinal, yeah. And they'll get beat. Yeah. And in the 5A West, and, and, and most of the classifications are, well, some of them below, especially the 5A, all the teams play in the first round. And you'll see, again, sometimes teams will pitch off and yeah. try to save that ace because the pitching is such a big deal in baseball. And everybody that makes it to the state tournament has an ace. Yes. And it comes down to how deep – that staff is and really when that ace takes the mound now the 6a west has been wrapped up at least as far as the first two seeds we know that rogers is the one seed and springdale harbor is the two seed now the 5a west henry this is setting up to be and leland's been over there rubbing his hands together for this whole podcast because he cannot wait to tell you about this one we have greenwood we have greenbrier go leland Winner take all. Winter Tuesday, doubleheader, 4.30 at, uh, at Greenwood. Winner yeah. take all. This game has been kind of, I guess, uh, obviously it's been brewing for quite some time, but when the, it looked like it was going to come down to, now I thought, you know, going into last week, it was going to be a pair of 
two 12-0 teams. Mountain Home did upset Greenbrier in that second game on on Monday, which makes Greenbrier 11-1. Greenwood is 12-0. But um, it really is not – it still is going to come down to both games because of the head-to-head. So it's – now, obviously, if Greenwood wins that first one, then it's over. Yeah. Which puts the pressure on them. You know, now if, if Greenbrier does win that first one, and Greenbrier has been very impressive all year, both pitching and hitting, which they're they're always pretty good on the mound. But it's uh, that's the winner-take-all Tuesday at Greenwood, 430 doubleheader. Yes, sir. All right, so that's the 5A West looking at a, you know, big, big, big showdown next week, doubleheader. At Greenwood, as Greenbrier comes in at eleven to one, Greenwood at home twelve and zero. All right, now Henry going back to the to the four A. The four A one conference tournament is going on right now at Gravit, and we know that Shiloh Christian won its game yesterday, and Prairie Grove won its game, so they're going. They've earned regional berths, mm-hmm. and we Farmington had already won the conference, so we know they're already going to regional. Who is that fourth team? It's Gravit, the number two seed, because they're sitting there waiting, like Farmington. They've been waiting to see who they're going to play, and now they figured out who it's going to be. It's now going to be Farmington against Prairie Grove, and then Gravit against Shallow Christian in the semifinals. Now, they've moved the semifinals of that game. They've, they've had to adjust the schedule. They're dodging raindrops all over the place to get this these games played. Now, fortunately for everyone, Gravit has, you know, turfed fields, so the rain is not as big of a problem. Uh, in other words, they can, you know, they're not going to play in a driving rain, but it can rain, and then they can get out there pretty quickly after and get played. So, um, anyway, that's what's going on in the 4A1 with baseball. Henry, have you have you kept up any with the 3A and in in, in those, those conferences? 3A1, I'm telling you right now, it's the Elkins show. That's all Man. you need to know. They st- – steamrolled through their conference, and they're sitting there just like farming and Gravit in the 4A1. They're in the 3A1 saying, hey, who wants to step up and take us on? We're ready for you. And then Leland Boonville, same thing down there in the 3A4. Yes, in fact, the 3A4 is playing its district tournament at Hunts Park. Okay. On the turf. On the turf. Good idea. That's so a good in idea. Fact, Boon- in fact, Boonville and Danville are playing right now. Uh, but they have moved those games at least today to Hunts Park. Well, speaking of that, of the weather, Leland, it's two o'clock on Wednesday afternoon. Or is it are, are they, is it raining in Fort Smith or just overcast or what? Uh, it was, it's it's sprinkling. Uh, it's been raining off and on most of the day. It's it's cold, a little windy, wet. It's. Uh, I told my wife last night. In fact, I said I kind of feel like I need to be preparing for a uh, November football playoff game. <laughs> All right, so that's the baseball side of things. Ricky, let's go to the soccer side of things, where last night you saw a 1-1 draw. Again, what would you say? Four ma- You've covered the last four matches have been draws. I think I started off with the uh, Fayetteville <laughs> girls won 6 and nothing over Southside. I said, man, I can write this up. This is easy. But I think about three out of the last four, last four has been 1-1. I don't know how to write tie games anymore. And I, I'm really drawn up when I had to do a nil-nil game. Um in past years, they went to, like, penalty kicks. I don't really know why they went to just a, a regular season after 80 minutes. If it's tied, then, you know, it's just a point. You do get a point in the standings. 
But man, I go back to the old what was the old coach said, you Her play levels. to win you play the to game. win the game. So that's probably my ignorance in in, in soccer and I know uh, once they get in postseason they gotta keep playing till you come up with winner. But yeah, last uh Fable and Springdale last night, one one. Um so Fable is still near the top. I think Fable and Bentonville probably next week gonna play to decide, you know, this is the boy to decide the uh uh, conference championship, but you know, it's just hard to score in in soccer. Yeah. It, unlike you know, I've seen basketball 112 to 111 football. I've seen high school football games 45, 42, but it's just really hard to score in soccer. They get after it. Uh, they got a lot of stamina. A lot of these kids, but uh, seem like you get up a, a goal and you know you're leading one to nothing, then you kind of maybe back off a little bit, trying to play a little bit defensive. But, uh, yeah, I, I hope to break my jinx somewhere and get a 4 nothing game or 4-2 game. But right now it's been 1-1 a lot. Yes, sir. All right, let's skip over to softball. Uh, in the 6A West yesterday and Monday, there were games that were played on Monday. Again, as these teams try to, you know, get these games played before the weather sets in. Uh, has some games played on Monday. Um, some good games there. Bentonville won back-to-back games. Um, and they are leading the conference at 11-0 and in the conference, 24-1 and overall with a 22-game win streak uh, for the Lady Tigers. Um, so a 15-0 win uh, yesterday against Springdale. Uh, also, Rogers, which beat Springdale Harbor on Monday in a big game. That was a huge game. Uh, has now moved into that second-place spot by themselves. They had a close call uh, last night, Leland. They had a close call with Southside, 3-2 to two Rogers in that one. Um, so it's a good game for Southside. Uh, but now the way it sets going into Thursday's games and then next week, uh, Bentonville is leading the way at 11-0, and and Rogers um, is at 10-2. Because of the nine-team conference, some teams have played more conference games than others, but it'll all be uh, – They'll all have get their sixteen games in or whatever yeah. it is by the you know by the time they get to the end of next week. So that's what's going on in the six A West. In the five A West, uh, Van Buren is leading the way. Uh, they are undefeated in conference play. Is that correct? No, Russellville's leading the conference. Van Buren did beat, uh, and it was fun, funny when Rick was talking a while ago. Uh, oh, softball? Yeah, because Russellville got swept okay, yesterday by Harrison. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was th- I was thinking about yeah. soccer because no. Russellville's leading the conference. But oh, when Rick was yeah, they're very good. Yeah. Hard, when Rick was talking about how hard it was to score, uh, Van Buren beat Alma last night 8-1 to one in Whoa. boys' soccer, and they had seven different players score. That's like scoring 75 points in a football yeah, game. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. So, but anyway, yes, yeah, softball. Van Buren has clinched the outright conference championship as well as the top seed uh, from the conference. They're 12-0. and 0. Uh, Greenwood is 9-3, and 3, so they'll be the second seed. Green, and so Greenwood has clinched the number two seed in the 5A West in softball. Yes, and Van Buren will be the uh, outright champion. And it looks like Harrison will be the three seed, or at least they are, they're, they got a sweep yesterday of Russellville. So um, Harrison uh, kind of, you know, they took it on the chin to Greenwood, got swept, but they kind of righted the ship a little bit and, and uh, swept Russellville. Two close games, uh, nine to six, seven to six for that one. And uh, uh, But big wins there for Harrison and uh, their new coach, uh, Kyle Wood, who was just moved into the head coaching job about, I don't know, 10 minutes ago, or hmm. not very long ago. Uh, so good for them. Also, like we mentioned in baseball, the 4A1 Conference softball tournament's going on over at Gravit. Uh, and we've got semifinal games that are being played, hopefully today, weather permitting, on Wednesday. Gentry, in a 
They scored a late touchdown uh, to beat Prairie Grove 14-11 to yesterday. So Gentry um, punched his ticket to the uh, regional, and they were set to take on host Gravit today um, in the semifinals. And then P. Ridge, uh, Emory Bowling, she only threw, she only had uh, three innings yesterday. They beat Huntsville 15-0, and uh, P. Ridge is was taking on Farmington late Wednesday in the other semifinal. But all four of those teams um, have advanced uh, or punched their ticket to the 4A North Regional. Uh, there, so that's what's going on with softball, with soccer, and with baseball. All right. That gets us over to a little bit of track, Henry. The 4A1 conference meet was held uh, this week at Gravit, and then you've got the 6A West conference meet scheduled for Thursday, weather permitting, if it doesn't rain it out, tomorrow at Rogers Heritage. Yeah, that's, this is where it all now starts getting serious because, uh, you know, you got to do well here to get to the state. And I could see, you know, Bentonville may be the favorite in both of them, but you just never know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let uh, me, uh, while we're talking about track, on Monday, man, you guys really do a great job of all the stats, all the leaders, and all the track. And I really look at that and see who's who's uh, doing really well. So uh, I know that takes a lot of work to put that together, and I think uh, it's online. You know, I had an email where that at and said, oh, that's great. So if you want to know how people are doing individually, the records and all that, uh, the Monday edition of Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, you got to check that out. The digital edition. Yeah, yeah the digital. The digital. Edition. Yeah. We Online. Have, we have the baseball stat leaders, the softball stat yes. leaders, and the track and field stat leaders um, that we do every Monday. And we have one more week of that. Yeah. One more week of that. Uh, so the 4A1 conference meet was held um, at Gravit. On Monday, the 4A4 conference meet will be uh, will be held on Friday, this Friday, at Clarksville. And then that takes us to next week when the state meets will be held. And we mentioned this on the podcast last week, but we'll talk about it again. The 6A state track and field meet will be held Thursday at Fort Smith Southside. Starting at what time could people get there to see the like the running finals and things like that? Running finals are like 5.30. 5.30. Now, okay. they hold the field events earlier during the day. Like, right. you'll, you'll see one flight run. I think they'll start at 10.30. Okay. Then they'll start the second flight around 1.30. Okay. So, mostly field events, but they get them over with, and then come 5.30, here come the running finals. Here we go. So, that will be at Fort Smith Southside next Thursday, May the 4th. 4th. May the 4th. All right. The 4A state meet will be held at Clarksville on Tuesday, May the 2nd. So if you wanted to go see, oh, I don't know, I'm just going to throw a name out there, Anna Woolsey uh, (laughs) from Ozark, who will be favored to win the 100, the 200, the 400, and possibly the pole vault there. And then she also will run on a couple of relays. Uh, So we've been calling her Miss 50 because she scored 50 points in every meet she has competed in this spring. Um, you get a chance to see her run there, um, and so that will be a good one. And then also the 1A state track meet will be held at Lincoln on that same Tuesday. No, that, no it's on Wednesday. Wednesday. On Wednesday, on Wednesday, okay. Uh, not sure what school is the host school, Ricky. I don't know who it, it's. It's Class A, and Lincoln's a Class 3A. But is it Ozark Catholic? Well, I think it's Ozark Catholic and New yeah. School kind of combined. Combined to host that. it, okay. Or to, they're hosting it, but they're, they're running it. At Lincoln, Lincoln High at School. Lincoln. Yeah. Um, so uh, got that going on. And then there's other state 
meets going on around the state that are, you know, 5A and 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 uh, 2A and three and whatever uh, at different different parts of the state. So we're getting close to wrapping up on spring getting sports. Getting close to wrapping up. Uh, that will also next week will take us to regional play um, for softball and baseball uh, for the schools in five, uh, 4A and below. Uh, we know that Greenland is at. Uh, let's see. Trying to think of who's hosting regionals. I know Green, Greenland's hosting state, Greenland, but it's Greenland hosting. Greenland also has regionals. Regionals. Okay, so they'll get the two-way baseball and softball at Greenland, um, and I cannot remember where the rest of the the state the, the uh, regional. The regional uh, for four A is at Gravit. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. And baseball and and, and softball. Baseball, both. Yes. softball, both. Uh, the three A regional will be at Harrison, hosted by Valley Springs. Valley Springs at Harrison. Believe. Yeah, Harrison Parks and Rec uh, there. Um, so we've got those going on. Um, so, yeah, Ricky, you're right. It is it is rapidly yeah. wrapping up. Yes. And I uh, also want to mention that the weekend of champions, which is when state championship uh, soccer, baseball, and softball will be played, that will be in Conway this year. They're hosting, so not at Benton like it has been the last couple of years and not in Fayetteville yeah. like it was for so many years. Uh, but they've moved it to Conway. Conway won the bid over Rogers to get to host all that. And so Conway will be the host. And I believe that is the 17th and 18th or 18th and 19th of May. It's I'm willing to – it's 18th, 19th, and 20th. And 20th, okay. And also I just noticed they announced recently they're having to shuffle some of the scheduling on the week in the champions because UCA has a baseball series that week. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Would, yeah. Ro- would Rogers be hosting a, a, a baseball series that weekend, Ricky? I don't think they would be. Uh-huh. I, I don't think they would be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Not to mention uh, this. Uh, you have baseball is over here. Softball's a good distance away. You've got to fly. You've got to take a plane yeah. and fly over there. That was the good thing about Benton. Not, not really, but. You could, at Benton, you Everything, could see soccer, yeah. baseball, see softball, all. all in a general location and Basically, you could buy one ticket and see all three and stay as long as you – now you're going to have to go baseball over to here. Well, soccer's 300 yards away at the Ferris Center, yep. and then softball is even farther away. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Now, but at least it's in a centralized location, so I think a lot of it, – It is, like it that. is. But uh, I, I, we, were, we were selfishly hoping yeah. it was going to be held here uh, because we could be right in our backyard yeah. and it would be easier for us to cover. Uh, so that's going on. Also, want to mention too. Um, yesterday, um, the rosters for the West and East girls and basketball all-star teams uh, was released in Northwest Arkansas and the River Valley. Quite well represented. Star-studded, ain't it? Star-studded. And uh, Leland, that is what is the date on that? Also in Conway. It's the uh, let's see, baseball, softball, and soccer is June the twenty-fourth. Then the basketball doubleheader and the football game is Saturday, June the 25th. There you go. And that's at Conway at UCA. Yes. Um, and so, uh, so that was released. Football rosters were released a while ago. Basketball was yesterday. And then the spring sports and all the other stuff um, have either have been released or will be released as soon as their seasons uh, are over. Uh, so we've got all that happening. Uh, also, um, we have wrapped up our all – well – we have wrapped up our all-Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette winter teams. Yes. Those were released last week. 
Um, the River Valley, all River Valley teams that Leland has been uh, taking care of down there, those will finally wrap up this Sunday with the release of the boys and girls basketball teams and uh, photos and that kind of thing. And uh, Leland did such a great job of that down there in Fort Smith um, in the River Valley. And uh, so that will be in the Sunday edition of the, of the uh, River Valley Democrat Gazette for the all River Valley uh, teams. So we got that all taken care of. Now, let's talk about Feats of the Week. We bring this to you every week, and it's the Feats, the F-E-A-T-S, Feats of the Week. But Ricky somehow wants to bring in the F-E-E-T-S of the Week for his soccer people. But we're going to start with Henry on the left side over here with his F-E-A-T-S, Feat of the Week. Have to go with Mr. Caleb Champion. With that. We yes. are the champions. Who sings that song? I do. I just did. Freddie did Mercury. <laughs> let Freddie Mercury sing that let's song. Let Freddie Mercury. Let's, let's let yeah. Freddie Mercury. Leland, I get no respect here at all. Not that none. any's deserved, but I no. get none. Not that, not that you would expect any yeah. from no. that crowd. Yeah. yeah. All right. Caleb Champion. Yeah. Game winning hit two out single bottom of the seventh that clinched the 6A West Conference Championship for mm. Rogers. They're fourth in a row because you can't count 2020, of course. 2020. Ricky, when he hit the ball and it went through between first base and second base, what sound did it make? Right through there. Yep. All right, so we have Caleb Champion, Henry's Feet of the Week, Ricky Fires, you're up. You know what? Uh, Green Forest, you know, they've had a really good program up there in soccer. And I said, man, I need to check them out because I know their former coach went over there to uh, Perez over there to Salem Springs. And I started digging into it. You know what? Green Forest, Green Tigers, or no, Red Tigers. Red Tigers. They're still and Green doing, Forest, yeah. doing very well. They're 9-0-1. They beat Eureka Springs. Now, this is a game I would have loved. Six to nothing. Green Forest beat them six to nothing. And Jonathan Rivera scored three goals. Hat which trick. Means hat trick. Hat trick. And he's only a freshman. What? So, yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, they're, they're starting three freshmen. Here's what happened. Ricky, his mama dropped him off at the game for him to go play soccer. He ain't even driving yet. I, I know it, but yeah. the, he 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 drove past the uh, goalies. He drove that's, it through there, didn't he? Sure, yeah. with the kid. So Jonathan Rivera is my feet of the week. Uh, Green Forest uh, Tigers. So there's Ricky. He's got his feet of the week. We're going to kick it over to Leland. Leland, what is your feet of the week? Uh, Ember Emberland Caldwell of Van Buren, the uh, softball pitcher for the Lady Pointers, threw an official five-inning perfect game in the first game on Monday night in an 11 to nothing win over Siloam Springs. Struck out 12. That win secured the top seed for the Lady Pointers in the state tournament. Then in the second game, she allowed two hits, struck out eight more in a 15 to nothing win that secured the outright conference championship, the second in a row for the Lady Pointers. Now, the reason why Leland is saying official – perfect game is there have been some perfect games thrown in the area uh names i'm not going to mention but some perfect games thrown in the area they've now gone in and said in order to be considered for an official perfect game you have to have pitched five innings the game has to have gone five innings not three innings but five innings so that's going to kind of change things for uh i'm guessing they're going to go back in 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 
The record book. Re- yeah, the re- yeah. record book, and they will change some of these three inning perfect games. I'm guessing, maybe not. I don't know, but anyway, it certainly will have impact on it. In fact, we had a three inning perfect game thrown yesterday. Emory. Emory- Emory Bolin, uh, get, get her name right, Emory Bolin of Pea Ridge had a three-inning perfect game against Huntsville, but we're just not saying a perfect game. We're saying a three-inning win. So because the run rule, what's the run rule? Is that 15, 15 runs after three, three. constitutes okay. the end of the game. Now, Ryan Sanders had a four – no, I'm sorry, she had a five – was it a five-inning? I can't remember now, Henry. She had a perfect game, but, Paul, I can't remember if she threw five or four um, on Monday. Um, Ryan Sanders at Bentonville, uh, but anyway, I don't know if it was if it's an official one or not. I have to go back and look and see if she pitched five innings or four. But whatever it was, she was mowing them down. So the discussion now is: should three innings be counted as a perfect game? I say no. I say you, I'm you need you, it. You need to uh, yep. go five in at yep. least five innings. I'm okay with that. I'm like Leland. I'm okay with it being a, a five inning, you know, a minimum five inning, you know, to, to be considered an official. Perfect game, not yes. a, the, the win. You get the win you at three, win. but 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 you you don't get the perfect game unless you pitch five. Yeah, it, it's a case where let's let's put it this way. Let's say the game went three innings and it's only two to nothing. Here comes rain. It's not an official game. Not official game, not an official game. Oh, good point. Not an official game. All right. Well, here's what here's what I I think there needs to be a two step process to this, because I don't think high school baseball has a three run. Or a three-inning run rule, I don't think. I think they have to play five innings, and then it's ten after five. I think they need to institute the same thing in softball because it's not the pitcher's fault that their offense was so good that they scored 17 runs. So I think now you eliminate that three-inning run rule and make it where the softball games have to go five. Well, I don't know about that. I well, cover softball, it, and hey, I like hey, three-inning games. <laughs> well, but and if it ends up 23 to nothing, so be it. But why deprive the pitcher an opportunity to throw those extra two innings that's now true. that you've changed the rule? Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's true. All right, so that brings me to me, and my feat of the week is Stephanie Crittenden. Crittenden say that three times. Crittenden. 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 Yeah, Crittenden. Um, of Bentonville West in a game yesterday that didn't end after three innings. It went farther than that. She had not one, not two, three home runs. Wow. Three home runs and eight RBIs in a 19-2 win against Fayetteville. Stephanie Crittenden, what a heck of a feat that was to hit three home runs. Absolutely. Man, I don't, there's a lot of players who never hit three home runs in their career. Whole she season. did it in a day and drove in eight runs. So so uh, congratulations to Steffi Crit- Crittenden, Crittenden of Bentonville West. She is my feat of the week. Yeah. Well, there's some good ones. Yes, yeah. Yeah, see if you can beat that. So what else do we need to talk about? Is that is that about it? Is that everything? Lee Larkin? We do have a couple of co- – yes, you're right, yeah. Ricky, and good, good call. We got a couple oh. of coaching notes here. So, B.J. Ross, yes. the Charleston coach, has been named the head coach at Greenwood. Uh, that's effective as of last night. Uh, and then the Alma girls, are they are in the process of interviewing applicants, and they should have a new head girls basketball coach within a week and a half. Now the question is, can B.J. Ross get a medical red shirt to bring Brandon Scott with him from Charleston over to Greenwood? Can he get a COVID? Does he get a COVID year? No, no. Does he get a medical red shirt? No, they're not going to let that. Dang. 
Okay. No. All right. Well, that's just too bad that he, he can't bring him with him. All right. Kick it over to Henry. He also has some coaching slash athletic director news. Yeah, it, it's a case where yesterday, uh, Tuesday, Lee Larkin elected to step down as athletic director and head football coach at Greenland after 22 years at the school. Uh, he just said, it's time. You know, he, he told me, he said, I had mulled the entire last season. Would this be the, my last year? And he, he finally made it final yesterday, turned in his letter of resignation. And so he is going to step down after 22 years at Greenland, 30, 33 years overall wow. in coaching. Wow. So uh, spoke with Greenland Superintendent Andrea Martin last night and said, hey, we're going to take applicants for a couple of weeks, try to get some interviews in. They're hoping they can get it in where they can name a new coach by the next school board meeting, which is May 18th, just in time where, hey, at least you meet some of the players and all that before school dismisses for the summer. Yeah. When does uh, spring football practices start? About that same time? Well, you're like gonna, they've school already size, yeah, they've already started, but school the size oh. of Greenland would have a hard time yes. getting many spring because mo- most of their kids are probably playing baseball. They're doing other sports. Yeah, probably okay. playing baseball. Uh, they may, I mean, maybe they do get a couple of practices, but it's you know, if it's baseball season, most of their kids are playing baseball. Now, Henry, I read your story, and and, and Lee, uh, I knew he coached at Desert some other place. I did not know he coached for one year over at uh, Prairie Grove, huh? That is correct. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. He's probably he's probably the only coach I know of that was involved in a two to nothing game in football. Yeah, yeah. Was it a forfeit or just a safety? No, he was a player in that '82 playoff game uh, where uh, Hazen lost to. Um, gosh, was it Fordyce two to nothing in that Mud Bowl? Ah, wow, wow. So, he played so he, in that he played he went, in that two to nothing game. So Lee Larkin went to high school at uh, Hazen. Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. Hazen. Yep. Yep. All right. So any other any other coaching news or anything else going on out there that we're not aware of? The 5A West track meet is at Van Buren on Thursday. And earlier in the week, the 3A4 track meet was held at Waldron. Boonville ran away with that. The Boonville boys won 11 of the 18 events and finished Whoa. 1, 2, and 3 in the 100 and 200. And then the girls won 12 of the events and ran away with it. They had a, a freshman named Anna Ferguson that scored over 50 points in that track meet. Wow. Now, Leland, also uh, want you to mention, too, uh, we have the state powerlifting meet coming up here pretty soon at Lake Hamilton. Saturday, May the 6th. And you, you brought up Brandon Scott. He may have one last state championship left in him. Wow! On that on that day. That'll be uh, again uh, big time uh, powerlifting, Ricky. I don't know how familiar you are with it. I'm still campaigning for girls to be have a division um, mm-hmm. in that because I think it would be good for them. Uh, last year, some of the winners, Bo uh, Bo Williams at uh, at Shiloh Christian, he he was the, uh, one of the, one of the state champions and. You know, in the past, Boonville's won numerous state championships, so lots of lots of uh, uh, names people would recognize as uh, big-time football players. Well, and I think Greenland's quarterback Max Meredith, Max Meredith kind, yeah. of, kind of state title staked his claim as maybe the state's strongest quarterback last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he won the shot put too. Uh, he did in the uh, state meet. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, lots of good sports coming up, and of course, it's rapidly winding down here in just a couple of weeks. The, the uh, high school sports uh, sport season will be over. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. We were having media day down in Fort Smith where, you know, it was about 100, 150 degrees yep. down there that day or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the school year is just about over, and what a great year it's been. We've seen a lot of great things this year, and uh, no doubt we'll see some other great things here in the last couple of weeks. And the reason it moves so fast because we all enjoy this job. We all enjoy seeing the kids that do well and, and, and putting their uh, game stories on, feature stories and everything. So that's why I think that's why, you know, if something we didn't like, it would be a slog. So that's, yeah. that's a lot of great athletes in this area. I like that word, slog. That's the new word of the day, boys and girls, slog. Look that up. Look that up. Is that a word? <laughs> I don't know. It is a word. I don't okay. know if it's a word, but it should be if it's yeah, not. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that will wrap up this edition of the Prep Rally Podcast. I'm Chip Souza for Henry Apple, Paul Boyd, Ricky Fires, Leland Barclay. Thanks for listening to us and be back with us next week, and we'll bring you more spring sports action. See you. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. 